The last word on sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. Let's talk to Tony Cascarino and Mark Lawrence about the weekend's Premier League football action. And it's 10th against 1st in the biggest rivalry of modern English football, Liverpool at home to Manchester City. So, Mark, last week, Liverpool beat Rangers at home and then went to loss at Arsenal. They've gone and beaten Rangers away this week, 7-1 in the Champions League. Will that give them confidence against Manchester City or is it just something entirely different which means Rangers isn't relevant? I think it's a little bit of both, Matt, to be honest with you. I think always when you win a game, regardless of the opposition, you, you get a, a little boost of confidence. But as you rightly say, it was, it was you know, Glasgow Rangers who we, we know there's a massive goal. Look, this is undoubtedly Liverpool's biggest game of the season. The problem for them at the moment, though, is that, you know, whatever problems you're looking at, they keep conceding early goals. Do you want to concede early goals against the Manchester City? I would think not. Haaland's obviously been rested. He'll, he'll 100% he'll start on Sunday. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Um, so we've got the whole circus about him coming to play. I think it'll be a tough game for Manchester City, though, Matt, because, you know, you know what the couple like on, on days like this, afternoons like that, they will be really behind the team. But just looking at Liverpool at the moment, they are still, still very fragile, regardless of a 7-1 victory. As an Arsenal fan points out to me, it's 10th against 2nd, given that Arsenal are top, but surely that's just a temporary phenomenon. Tony Cascarino. <laughs> OK, I'm making it worse for myself for the Arsenal fans now. But, uh, Tony, what about Liverpool? Mo Salah got his hat-trick the other night when he came on a sub, playing in a sort of a 4-4-2 formation. Given that Liverpool have more injury worries, players out, concerns about the mobility of the midfield, how do you think do Liverpool need to set up for this? Um, I think always free in midfield, Matt. I think that gives a lot more protection. And I, and I always like Thiago more in a three than a two. I think it's a day for the Liverpool's big players. You know, Mo Salah's had an indifferent start the season, but we know what he can do. I think Virgil van Dijk, Matt, and we, you know, he was lauded as one of the best centre-halves, and rightly so, in the world. He needs to have a big game. He's got to show that he can match Haaland and, you know, not because he's been sort of caught in possession sometimes that he has in recent uh, months. I mean, look, you mentioned the Rangers game, Matt. You can easily go, well, Cup last year and the Community Shield, Liverpool got the better of City. So there's, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of things you can take from them two games. Um, but I think it's a day with Liverpool's really big players. Andy Robertson coming back's a big plus as well. He hasn't got going this year. I thought he played way too much football last year, not only for, for Liverpool, but for Scotland as well. I, I think it's there, that's the day it's going to be for them. If Liverpool are going to get a result in City, they must have their biggest players playing really well. Big day, I would have thought, Mark, for Trent Alexander-Arnold, given that Rhys James now looks like he might miss the World Cup, Kyle Walker looks like he will, that suddenly that position as England's number two, you might have thought he mightn't get in the squad. Now it looks like he could be actually on the starting team if he gets back to form. Yeah, and are we presuming that he's fit? Is that, is that what they said? Well, yeah, I mean, he is injured as well, but I don't think he's as badly injured as the other two, is he? Uh, no, he's not as bad as the other two. Look, you know, um, I think Gareth Southgate, in terms of England with, with, with Trent, he's just he's third or fourth pick. So um, he, the problem with him is, if, when he plays, Matt, 
We know he's we know he's outstanding going forward. He's, he's, he's like a midfield player, like a very clever, scheming midfield player. There's no argument about that. But obviously, defensively, it, it's a problem. And generally, Liverpool have looked at it as, look, you know, one bit of his game far exceeds the other bit of his game. But against somebody like Manchester City as well, they'll have the ball more than Liverpool. They definitely will. And they're brilliant on the ball. They're brilliant with the movement nowadays as well. So he, so he does need a big game. But I'm saying to you, he needs a big game as in being very, very solid. Um, you know, yes, he's passing five, etc. But just sometimes in these games, you have to shake it, rein it, reel it in a, bit, a little bit and go, look, uh, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get roasted. I'm going to be in position. Yes, I'm going to go forward. But number one is I've got to think negatively. And when I say negative, as in, I've got to stop people playing. Never mind going on and trying to create all sorts of goals for everybody. I'm a fullback today. Well, I'll be on Sunday. You're right, Mark. He won't be ready for Sunday. So, unfortunately, nah, because well, of his ankle but injury. Gomez. But Gomez, yeah. Who, in, in, all, in all honesty, when he came, when he played the other day, he looked short on confidence, which he would be. And then as, a, as the game went on, I mean, he out-trented Trent, didn't he, with his pass for, uh, for Firmino. But I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be completely sure about Gomez at the moment because I think if he starts poorly it gets to him so it's just a massive day for Liverpool it really seriously is and I think they've just got to as Tony said you've you just you got to pack the midfield against City and you've got to try and win the ball higher up the pitch But the season the Premier League season could end for them effectively Tony couldn't as well so they still have Champions League qualification to go for but it could be that the Champions League will become their main goal this year if they were to lose this game yeah, look, Matt, we're, I think even the true die-hard Liverpool fans are going to be thinking, well, we're not really Premier League uh, sort of competitors this year. I don't really feel that, Matt, at all. Mark's talked about it over the last few weeks. We both feel that Liverpool need to get going, need to get on a roll. How are they going to get about that, Matt? How are they going to get to that level again? Because we know they can win six or seven games on the spin. But no one's going to catch, no one can give an advantage to Manchester City of, of a gap of anything close to 10 points. You're, you're in trouble. You're not going to beat them to the league. Because they, if they lose, Matt, two games, that's about it. I can't see them losing more than two games this season. And even that, Matt, might be pushing it. So Liverpool have got to somehow hang in there. And I'm with Mark on the defensive side of their team. You can't keep going 1-0 behind. And, and uh, you know, 1-0 to City, is, it's going to become 2-3 and three quite quickly if Liverpool go gung-ho. I'm nervous about Gomez because I was at the Emirates last week and I, I personally thought that Trent... Well, I said to you on the Friday, Matt, Martinelli against Trent was a bad idea, I thought. And the way Liverpool set up, I, I thought it didn't really suit the way Liverpool need to play. Um, and it is... Packing and pressing. But that back four can't be left open, Matt. There has to be protection in front of it. Otherwise, Liverpool lose this game comfortably. But this is, this is a game that they've played before and they've beaten City. So you can take a bit of heart out of this type of match that knowing that City, are, they come to your backyard, Matt, and they're trying to beat you. In some ways, Liverpool can punish City for that because... City go everywhere, away from home, and they're not looking for a draw, they're looking to roll you over. And when Newcastle played them early on the season, Newcastle actually had a go at City, and it was a real ding-dong of a game. Matt? Yes, Mark? I would just say at the moment, one of the great problems is, and the manager will be in this particular position, Clark, which is, at the moment, when, when his team starts, he's not sure what he's going to get. 
from his 11 starting players. Now, over the last three or four years, he knows exactly what, what he used to get and what he, he had got as well. But that's his problem at the moment. And he's thinking, do we concede an early goal? All these kind of things at the moment. There's just this lack of lack of consistency, but obviously concentration as well, as much as anything. OK, let's talk about other games. And Tony, I suppose we can say with a degree of confidence, Arsenal will still be top of the Premier League at the end of the weekend because you certainly would expect them to beat a Leeds team, which is so frustrating to watch. And I know we sort of touched on this last Friday, but I have to come back to it after the performance last weekend by Leeds. This idea of compressing everything around the middle of the pitch and abandoning width, even when you have players like Harrison and the Sinister on the wings, what sense is there to this ugly anti-football of just sort of hoping to force your opposition mm. into errors and then pouncing it and hope you'll get goals on the back of it. Well, I, I thought you was, Matt, I'm going to tell you this straight, I thought you was a little bit unfair on Leeds last week. Um, they have had performances of late that do justify what you were saying, um, but I didn't think they started the season like that, Matt. I thought, I saw them at Brentford and the game was topsy-turvy and it was, you know, it was an entertaining game, but Leeds really did fight away in the end. Um, they have come away from Bielsa football, which kept them up. You know, the way that they were playing last season, and there were loads of Leeds fans, Matt, who really do want and have been spoilt with the entertainment they've seen from their team. Um, and Jesse Marsh has gone quite a long way from that. And I don't know why, I've always had this in my thinking about managers sometimes. When they are not under as much pressure like he wasn't last year, yes, of course, you could say, well, pressure of staying up. But he was new to the job. There was a little bit of time for, we need to get certain types of results to stay in this division. Now Leeds stayed up. And you feel like as the season goes on, Matt, Leeds are becoming less and less ambitious as the way they play. And that's dangerous because Leeds have too many good players going forward. And uh, Bamford's not ready to come back in the Leeds team, Matt, at the moment. He's not fit enough, and he's missed a lot of football. Yeah, and I he was given the day off training today, so I think Rodrigo will be playing on yeah. Sunday. Actually, I need, in the time I have, I want to get to the other game, that the big game of the weekend, Manchester United and Newcastle. Because this is interesting, Mark, in that it's fifth yes. against sixth, and Newcastle have only lost one of their first nine games, and they're now starting to win. I mean, this could be a very significant game, couldn't it, on Sunday? Well, it could be, certainly. I mean, Manchester United didn't play the strongest of teams last night, so so that's in their favour as well. Uh, they're at home. Um, Manchester United are still a little bit, you're not sure what you're getting from them either. And, you know, we, we know how well uh, Newcastle have been defensively and all of a sudden in the last few weeks, goals are flying in from everywhere and, they, and they've got this confidence. But I'm, I'm not convinced in, like, I'm not, I wouldn't say to you that I think, you know, Newcastle will finish in the top six. They might finish in the top ten because I still think they've got a bit of a way to go yet. What do you think, Tony? Um, I like what I've seen from Eddie Howe's team. I think with Callum Wilson, if he's fit, he can cause Man United problems because quite clearly yesterday they they got away with it slightly in the game, Matt, and they won the game late on. Um, I'd like a lot of things I've seen from Newcastle. I would go. I would go definitely top eight. I, I don't think Leeds. Uh, sorry, Newcastle will be outside the top eight, Matt. I think there's more to come, and when they come January. 
Um, I think they'll go again by, and they won't be breaking record transfer deals, Matt, but I still think they'll keep pushing to make this squad even better. But the point, I suppose, is you know, if there's a transition coming with new wealthy money taking over from old money, that this is a game that you think maybe Manchester United would be a bit anxious about for tomorrow, yeah, Tony. It's a tough, it's a tough game, Matt. Um, you know, I see they've got results, but uh, haven't been too pleasing on the eye. They've you know, we, we've been spoiled with Man United over the years and the 30 times, and that's a long way away. But Sancho hasn't got going this year, Matt. You know, he's not got going. He's, he's won, and I'm still not sure about Anthony. I still can't make out of my mind if he's a bit of a circus act, but he's a brilliant footballer in there. But I'm, I'm not quite sure of if he's going to ever fit into a style. He looks a bit off the cuff to me all the time. Well, some people want to say, well, that was Ronaldo as a kid. Well, I mean, he's a lot smaller physically than Ronaldo was. All right. Now, now, yes, Mark, yes? Just, well, I, do, I think they're just... If you look at them, you look for a description Manchester United at the moment, they're workmanlike, aren't they? That, that's basically all they are at the moment. And again, it comes down to what fans expect of their teams. A bit of excitement. Do Manchester United fans just want workmanlike if it gives them results? Mark Lawrence and Tony Cascarino, thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.